Good day, everyone. Welcome to the Innovation Alley podcast. I'm here with our co-host, Dan Blair, uh, Amy, Graham, and Dan, who are all attending and taking place and helping organize Game Jam just down the street. So we're at 321 and uh, 321 McDermott. And so Game Jam today is at the ACI space. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So wh- what is a Game Jam for all the folks who uh, don't know what it is? Um. It's a chance to sort of uh, set aside a weekend, put some time away, because it's it's easy to get busy during the week or even just in life, really. Um, So it's like a weekend to focus on making a project, making a game. It doesn't have to be a game. You can make a board game. Right now, I'm making like a narrative thing. It's not really a game. Uh, So I can just sort of crank that out and make something. Excellent. So now, again, is is it the concept... What's the outcome? A, a, a game of any kind? Is there a competition? Do you guys display everything at the end of the weekend? What what happens uh, throughout the weekend? Usually, there's some form of like a demo night at the end, just to like show what everybody made. But for for this jam and for a lot of them, there's not really like a prize or a goal or any kind of comp- competitiveness at all. So it usually, just takes a form of like on the last day, the last half of the last day, is people showing off their games and circling around and everybody trying each other's things because uh, oh. they could end up being anything. Yeah. yeah, for some online games, uh, or sorry, online game jams, um, people will submit stuff online, and then people can vote on, on different like rate them different things, and then at the end, it's sort of tallied, and the top people are displayed. But there's no prizes or anything. It's just like community. Well, the and games are the prizes. That's pretty good. Yeah, I guess yeah, having exactly. finished a game is the prize, right? You yeah. finished a game in a weekend, which is pretty crazy. So, so now this has been going on for a while. When when was the first one in Winnipeg? Didn't you, That's a good question. Uh, <laughs> I actually know quite a bit about that. I did. <laughs> I made um, on a peg jam. I have a uh, history of all the game jams that have happened in Winnipeg since 2010. Okay. Uh, Pegjam.com. Yeah, Pegjam.com. Okay. Uh, it's backslash something. I can't remember. <laughs> but uh, um, yeah, it started in uh, 2010. Uh, they did. Uh, Tig Jam or Tig Jam? What was it? Yeah, I think it was just Tig Jam was the first one. Yeah, yeah. Tig Jam, and then uh, Indie Game the Movie did a little expose showcase on that. Yeah, um, that was pretty big, just because it was connected to Indie Game the Movie. Obviously, yeah. Uh, I only got involved 2014 at the g- big game jam that we do. Okay. Yeah. So good. It's so- nice to see. Um, I sort of. Um, capture it all because i think it's important to a certain degree or cool if nothing else to have sort of a record that goes back farther than most people think it does mm-hmm. um like there's a lot of new people at this jam there's a lot of new people last year um a lot of people don't know that we do this event and a lot of people didn't know that there was a game jam in 2014 so that's what that's why i sort of try and capture that Awesome. So uh, who's it for? Like, who comes out to a game jam? I think it's a good split um, between, like, a lot of people we see are, like, students or people who have not made a game at all and are looking for a way to just jump into it and be able to actually accomplish something. Because uh, when you start trying to make games on your own, it's easy to get bogged down by, like, not knowing what to do or being sort of directionless and just following tutorials forever and not really getting anything done. So people who are at the stage where they're like, I'm kind of dip my toe into this and I want to just get something done, uh, it's definitely for them. And then on the other end of the spectrum, I think you have people who sort of 
do uh like myself who do games for uh full time you know normally and want to break away and do other projects and people who are looking to do something weird or different is kind of the other angle that, that's that's interesting um i know that for a fact like my team right now i i've sent to to the game jam and we are focused heavily on on vr specifically like serious gaming and and hazard identification and all that stuff not not a single person on my team is building a VR game. Right. You know, they're all playing around with different aspects, like just learning and being creative. Um, so, yeah, like we use it for, just a, a, you know, the opportunity to like just kind of like screw around with something new yeah. and uh, prototype an idea. And we have actually built products based off of what we've built at Game Jams. But uh, are you guys finding that now that we've had several years of game jams that you were starting to have a bit of a community around it, repeat people, and do you find that they are working on projects over the course of multiple game jams, like they'll revive an old idea, or is it generally new people and new ideas every time? Um, probably a bit of both. Like, there are new people obviously each time, but there's also like, like even we had um, game jammed a game and we had received positive feedback because of like our community and stuff. Whereas if we just did it alone, like we wouldn't have been able to share it with all those people. Um, but since we got the positive feedback, we're like, well, maybe this is worth revisiting and making into a full game. And then we released it on itch. So, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. And I think, yeah, like we, it's easy to use a jam to gauge like whether or not you should con continue working on something after the fact. But I think most of the time people are probably just always starting new ideas. Yeah, probably like 90% like, yeah. of the time. Mm -hmm. uh, you mentioned the word yeah. itch, so itch.io yeah, yeah. Uh, in the game platform. Yes. Mm -hmm. So folks at home, you can actually check these games out. So it, what, what, what's the name of the game? Is it Peg Jam? What's the name of the game? The Winnipeg the Game Jam is the name of the jam, but there's Kay. a there's an itch page for Winnipeg stuff, right? Yeah. Ah. There will be. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> By the end of the weekend, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. By the time we listen to this podcast. Uh, that's a good reminder, actually. Let me just <laughs> set that up uh, so people, like, it's probably helpful if we, like, show people, like, how it works because... A lot of people just upload a Dropbox, and it's kind of hard to keep track of it. Like, yeah. Itch is nice because I have different collections for, you know, there's different, again, like, if it's on Dropbox, I can't um, sort of, like, capture it. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, I have, like, a Winnipeg Game Collection, uh, Winnipeg Game Collective collection okay. on there of all the Winnipeg games on Itch, so it's kind of cool to scroll through that and like see all the games it's like oh there's like a decent amount of games here well mm -hmm. so there's a, a couple things i want to get into so f first off um uh, i'm going to date myself because there were no such thing of ga as game engines when i started playing games on the computer and uh actually uh dan motivated me to download unity uh, a couple of weeks ago and the, the world of gaming and game development has changed obviously in the last 30 years a bit uh, what? How does someone go about developing a game? So is it, is it just hopping in and programming in C, or or what does that look like now when you start building a game? Um, yeah, I mean it starts like very few people are building engines from scratch now, of course. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like the the first step of that is like uh, I don't, I don't know for me like I always recommend people go to the Unity engine and that's like a super widely used one. But it's that's like the flow now is just like choose it. If you know anything about programming, choose an engine that supports a programming language you like and just uh, start diving into like making the cube tutorial for your given yeah, they're engine. they're not all designed the same, right? So like yeah. Unity's pretty complex compared to some of the other ones. What are some of the popular engines people like to I dev on? Game Maker is um, a really like simple, probably a good level entry um, game engine. It's a lot of sort of um, 
drag and drop, click sort of drop down menu kind of programming. Yeah. Um, and you can take it a step further and it can be almost as complicated as some of the other engines. Um, I use it for sort of prototyping like a quick game idea, just getting it out there. It's not functional the way that I intended to, but it's close enough that I can get like an idea. Yeah. Um, sometimes I just go straight to Unity. For the most part, I just do Unity. And then once you have something in Unity or in, in the engine, you've developed it out, you have the concept, uh, you want to put it on, on, on itch.io, you want to distribute it, put it on an app store, how hard is it to get from that, that semi-finished product to something you can share with everyone else? Is that a big deal nowadays, a, a small deal? Um, I think it kind of disp- depends on the scope of your game. Like some games are just like easier to polish than others. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's as far as like the technical side of like packaging a build and getting it ready to distribute. Like a huge percentage of that is taken care of uh, by the engine nowadays. Like especially with Unity, you can go multi-platform with a minimal amount of work and you know distribute builds for Windows, Mac, and Linux like mm-hmm. all together without much thought. You just change the checkbox of which you're <laughs> deploying to. Yeah, and normally like especially for a game jam, which is mostly what we're talking about. Like your game is not going to be so complicated that there's additional complexity to mm-hmm. like going to different platforms it's probably going to be a pretty straightforward like technical package so yeah being able to do that with unity is pretty much like a series of clicks and waiting for some loading bars so yeah. <laughs> great so now if uh, i'm hearing about this at home first time i've heard about game jam before how how do i get involved in the community uh to learn more and, and, and come to the next game jam pegjam.com is a great place yeah. to start okay. yeah the twi- probably the the twitter i would start there just because it's more like active and at current it, and up so to it's date. Uh, at Peg Jam. Um, at Peg uh, at Winnipeg Game Jam, I believe. At it Winnipeg is. Game Jam. Yeah, I should probably know that. <laughs> there's there's <laughs> links to that on the, the yeah. yeah. There's mm-hmm. links to everything on the site too. Yeah. Though, right? like, yeah. Go there. Yeah. 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 Great. So uh, uh, just uh, just a last thing. Uh, kind of curious to know about uh, the the industry. So is the game development in, in industry in Winnipeg? Is it is it growing? Is it shrinking? How is it changing right now? I think we're in like seeing a lot of new faces pop up and new studios pop up and like new projects being taken on. Um, yeah, it's it's easy to see that as like a whole like when we see the event size, like average attendance for events like yeah. increasing over time, it's easy to see that as like a, a whole trend of like studios are, you know, becoming bigger and more numerous at the same time that events are sort of picking I'm, up pace. And I'm also noticing that uh, more studios are hiring. Um, I know Campfire is hiring and uh, uh, Zenfry is hiring. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's something that I... Hadn't seen so much when I first got involved in the yeah, community. Yeah, even when Bitspace founded, like there wasn't, I didn't, I rarely saw any job postings. Yeah, you exactly. Know? You had to know somebody to get in at, you know, mm-hmm. Complex yeah. or, or, you know, wherever that, you know, <laughs> it's anywhere. You had to know who was hiring at that exact time and probably meet them at the game jam, mm-hmm. you know, and impress <laughs> them. Um, I think overall the industry's growing. Um, you know, there are more studios, there are bigger studios now. Um, it's still, a young industry here. Um, but I think like you're seeing more and more studios, more and more cash flowing into the industry here. Uh, I think more people are accessing stuff like CMF, 
than ever before in Manitoba. Mm-hmm. So we're starting to see a lot of uh, the Canadian Media Fund. Okay. So we're seeing more federal money flow into the industry uh, in Manitoba than ever before. Um, more jobs um, and more work coming our way here because we do have competitive advantages in our province like the Interactive Digital Media Tax Credit, which allow or uh, businesses to compete um, globally a lot cheaper here than elsewhere in the world. So I think that plays a huge role at it. Um, plus, we have the, the schools to support the, the technical talent um, in, in a very unique market. So overall, the industry is growing, and we have a huge advantage here. So Excellent. Yeah. Well, I'm going to let you guys and gals get back to the jam. Thank you very much for taking time out of the day. Looking forward to uh, to, to seeing what comes out of it. Uh, I'm going to log on to Itch here and, uh, and do some searches. Should swing by on Sunday. Absolutely. Yeah, play some That'd of the games. Mm-hmm. That would be perfect. <laughs> Bring and, your garage uh, thing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> great. Well, yeah, thank you very much, and uh, take care. Cool. Thanks for having thank us. You.